Fox News will launch a video streaming service aimed at its most hardcore fans, which means video content will soon stream directly to the finder scope of their AR-15s. <laughs> Students who survived the Florida school shooting will speak with lawmakers tomorrow about gun control. And they know to use as few big words as possible. <laughs> when commenting on the Rob Porter scandal, President Trump said he's totally opposed to domestic violence. Though he admits that when it comes to domestic violence, there are some very fine people on all sides. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Donald Trump Jr.'s wife was hospitalized after opening an envelope containing a white powder. The powder wasn't hazardous. She just feels ill every time she receives a gift that wasn't purchased from Barney's. <laughs> the Trump Report starts now. Live from Los Angeles, California, After Buzz TV and America's Voice, this is the Trump Report. I love the part where that well-spoken announcer in the beginning says Los Angeles and then throws in California, just in case you didn't know where Los Angeles was. Anyway, welcome to the Trump Report. For those of you watching live at a special earlier time, uh, you know, we're just trying some things out, but mostly we would literally bend all of time and space to be able to be joined Rejoined by our friend Chelsea Galicia. Mm -hmm. Wow, Chelsea Galicia. Nice. We Thanks. have literally changed mm -hmm. physics. It is not 7 p.m. Pacific time, although it is 7 p.m. Mm -hmm. Eastern time. So we just moved ourselves, kind of like the way that time travel worked on the show Lost. But I won't get into the uh, explanation there. Thanks. By the way, I'm Christian Blatt at Christian DMZ, and uh, an unofficial sponsor of tonight's show is what I like to call Blatt Fix, which is kind of like. If you subscribe to Stitch Fix and you take the clothes and then you wear them on TV with the tag still in it and then you plan on sending it back, which is exactly what I'll be doing. Because uh, I, I love this shirt, but I'm, I'm not going to buy it. Anyway, uh, joined, as always, by our friend uh, Tamara Brown. Tamara, hey, Tamara, hey. where do people find you? Hey, Tamara, just like uh, Christian hinted and hey, Tamara underscore on Twitter. <laughs> underscore. It's your it's your hyphenated married name, mm -hmm. Brown Dash Underscore. But Mr. <laughs> underscore is a good man and he treats you well. Anyway, uh, mm -hmm. Scott Moore, mm -hmm. where do they find you? Uh, at S Man Eighty, because they course. there's too many too many Scott Moores. But not one day when I'm number one, Scott Moore, you should I be Scott Moore one at some point. <laughs> and uh, just at that time, yes. Mitch McConnell will be uh, tweeting directly to Scott Moore one. Maybe that's why mm -hmm. he doesn't write back to you because he's Probably. like he's like eighty. No, no, I can't he's do number that. one. <laughs> anyway, there are a lot of things that we can talk about, oh and it's mm -hmm. always uh, difficult when you're doing a show like this, and it's it's many days after the school shooting, but it's still, of course, uh, too soon, and uh, we are going to talk about it a little bit. I think the, the biggest way to look at it is sort of in the way that uh, President Trump has responded to it uh, in the immediacy. He took to Twitter to chastise the FBI for not uh, doing anything about, you know, alleged threats made by the gunman in question. I guess we're supposed to call him alleged gunman, even when you have video and photograph of him doing it. You still have to say alleged. But anyway, the, uh, you know, pig who walked into the high school with the gun, that guy. Uh, and he said, if only they weren't so busy with uh, the Russian investigation, they would have been able to concentrate on this. Uh, Chelsea, when you hear or see something like that... Uh, do you think, well, he's our president, I have to support him? Or do you have a different reaction to that? Uh, I think this is a, um, hmm, I don't know, a beautiful demonstration of how narcissism is so 
disgustingly ugly to think that an entire, like, I don't know how many FBI agents there are, but I'm going to guess that it's more than a couple. And to think that every <laughs> every yeah. last single one of them around the country is so consumed with him um, is, I mean, I don't know what the word is. Silly, ridiculous. It doesn't quite get to the silliness enough. Um and to think it's all about him, that that's why. Now, they messed up. They messed up big time. Although I wonder, you know, as a lawyer, I wonder, okay, they know of these threats. What they, what laws were available to have them remove the guns, take him into like a 5150, a, a hold right. against his will? What, I mean, okay, people are writing crazy things on social media, have guns, seem unstable. I mean, that describes a lot of people. Well, and also saying things that sound weird and somewhat unstable seems to me to be what a lot of teenagers post online. So if the FBI, who knows how many threats they, they see, and look, you they should have obviously done something about it in this instance, but I'd like to know, is there also like a file that has, you know, hundreds of thousands of similar things that they're like, yes, we will get to that, but these ones came in first and we need to try and address those. Uh, and they had a month to do it. Um, clearly, I don't think that they didn't get to it because they were too busy uh, making no. up some things no. that happened in Russia. I think that he that he is really well schooling the nation on psychology. I mean, I know that we're which um, act prevents us from playing like armchair psychologists or from actually allowing real psychologists to diagnose somebody that you haven't seen in person and so they oh yes yeah i can't think of it but i know you're talking about they, the Goldwater? it was the you know, one where you technically can't i'll look it up uh, with the president but as like, well you, if you are a, an undergrad getting a psych degree you can switch majors and do something else that you enjoy because all you need to do is read these tweets or see what he says and there's very likely a personality disorder psychiatric disorder that shows up probably several. very well demonstrated <laughs> well, several. Means you don't need to pay a very expensive <laughs> of education to see disorders in action. To that end, this is a perfect example of a point that I've made many times on the show. Even when President Trump, and this is not an instance of something that he did that made sense, but he, whenever he's doing things and something might be going well, you can always count on something like this to completely derail. And maybe, you know, again, there's always the chance that he's just so smart and calculated that he's like, I don't want anybody to pay attention to what I'm actually doing. Let me just do all these things, and especially a tweet that we'll talk about there's a little a bit later. There's a chance? You still think there's a chance that he's that calculated? Oh, I, I absolutely think so. Mm -hmm. I think that uh, there could definitely be it's sort of the big reveal at some point that he's like, uh, I, you know, I knew exactly what I was doing. But <laughs> I think the big reveal is when the entire state of California is demolished from the rest of the country by our own by our own nuclear weapons. I don't know. What uh, well, what the actual tweet said uh, is very sad that the FBI missed all of the many signals sent out by the Florida school shooter. This is not acceptable. They are spending too much time trying to prove Russian collusion with the Trump campaign. There is no collusion. Get back to the basics and make us all proud. And Sarah Huckabee Sanders did follow up, by the way, to say the president wasn't blaming the Florida shooting on the FBI. Uh, Scott. How could somebody read that tweet and mm -hmm. think that he was blaming the Florida shooting on the FBI? I know, right? Yeah. It's, I mean, I was going a step further uh, from what Chelsea said, just the fact that uh, it, it was disgusting. Um, because, first of all, you're sitting there pointing fingers, blaming other people, instead of, again, focusing on what was actually going on. 
and like Chelsea said, and and he was doing this all weekend long, continuously making everything about him. And it was I, I've never and and I know there's been chan- times where I've been surprised still by his tweets. I've never been as angry and disgusted and sickened at a whole new level than what he did this past weekend with those tweets. Uh, again, it, instead of, of being the sort of comforter-in-chief that we have grown as a country to be accustomed the to. The most comforting thing about uh, him is probably his hair if you, like, <laughs> sit in it or something. It's but like, it's like a nest. That, there's nothing comforting, I, I, I think. And, and that's, to me, what or was Or if you are of sad. the family of a first responder, then you're getting plenty right. of comfort from but, him. But, but even then, it's like, instead of focusing on that and, and, and these times of need when you look to a president to do that, Instead, you have someone who's so beyond narcissistic and, like I was saying earlier, probably has multiple uh, personality disorders that cannot help himself from posting these things instead of looking at how devastating that was and helping to comfort those families and the nation at large and then work on what we can, can we do to prevent this from happening again. When he spoke, um, he made zero mentions about guns, and, and, and it's just mind-boggling to me that we're still we're still there. I'm not sure who was worse. Almost that tweet from Trump or what's the attorney general in Florida? Pam, Pam Bondi. Bondi. Mm-hmm. I heard her the next day mm-hmm. um, on, and don't punch me, Christian, but like I was listening to, because I know you're going to be shocked by this. I, I just, I just <laughs> Maybe he's going like, to punch I himself. I just feel like you're a majority <laughs> shareholder or owner in the show. Go ahead. You can say where you heard it. I was listening to actually Fox oh. News. Oh, oh I thought you were going to say that one, that one podcast hey, that you Hey, listen. Always, I yeah. know how to change the dial. <laughs> I, this is where I get a broad Honestly. range of information. But on Fox News, and I could only hear it because I'm in the car, of course. This is a satellite radio. She just... At, the first 30 seconds of her interview, she was droning on and on about how great the president is, what a good man he is, that he was so upset that this involved children, and that he that was his biggest concern, and there's, you know, no other person like him. I was, was like... I don't even know how, what to say right now. If I, what is she... What yeah. what is her deal? It's well, you know, she was a major fundraiser for him when he was running, and what also Governor Rick Scott was also. Because there is yeah. Well, I will say spend- two things about that. Both her and uh, Rick Scott are term limited, so they will be out after this year. So they probably are looking for their next. Oh my god! Would they like so- an ambassadorship know, somewhere? Right? So some something? tropical island. Oh, uh, what were you going to say, Tamara? I was just going to say it reminds me of because there's just no rhyme or reason to assign. Uh, uh, compassion to Donald Trump in, in any in in on any topic whatsoever. It just reminds me of like dog or cat owners who assign personalities to these like animals and be like, oh, I think the know, animals have more he, assignable he loves compassion. Superhero movies, you know, and there's just absolutely you know, you're you're creating you're creating this narrative and that's exactly what she was doing. Sorry, you mm-hmm. just gave me a great idea. President Cat with Vice President Dog. <laughs> Nobody steal that idea. I should have probably kept it in my head. Yeah, there you go. But, you can uh, make a whole kid yeah. series. Yeah, believe there you me. Go. That's, uh, believe me. Believe me. It'll be the best kid series ever. So, obviously, there are so many different topics that can come up mm-hmm. when it comes to any kind of shooting. Uh, what And look, there's never a silver lining to anything like this. But 
what I think is a great thing that we're seeing more than any of these other shootings is you're seeing how outspoken the survivors have been mm-hmm. on social media and making appearances. And they're actually, you know, quoting Trump tweets and responding and pointing out, you know, and, and uh, there's this movement that basically they are saying we should be the last victims of a school shooting. And I think that there's a lot of disagreement for how you can get there. But... I think it's a hard sell to be like, hey, hey, do you want this to be the last school shooting in the United States ever? Oh, no. I think, yeah, well, exactly. I feel like (laughs) Maybe we could use a couple more. Well, look, I don't know. Look, I don't know how people look at the world. I don't look at the world that way. And I think it's great that, you know, these kids are much better spoken and articulate than I am, Mm -hmm. and I'm twice their age. I could be their parents, literally. So uh, I think it's great that they're able to do that in the wake of the situation. Mm-hmm. What I did not think was great is about an hour after the shooting, the media outlets that were reaching out to these kids and asking if they mm-hmm. could use their videos. And uh, the answer is, you, you probably can, but you know, don't ask right now. You know, their, their friends died. They're horrified for what happened. And it, it's one of those things that I often say about, I don't believe that all media is fake news. But when they do things that are so bad, you're like, it's hard to look at to look past some of the things that the media does. They wanted the videos from inside? Yeah. Yes. They wanted to be okay, able to use so those. And they're posting and asking, like, and oh, saying, can hey, we, can we use yes, this? On, here, call me I, or, I actually or email me. I don't want to use any of the outlets because I don't remember which ones Right, I saw. there were specific ones there I were, saw. Yeah, but I, I, I so like, I don't remember. I was going to jump to their defense and say, hey, the students perhaps wanted their videos to be used. Yeah, it but, supports their... but because you have to ask for permission, right. just ask, uh, ask tomorrow yeah. or, you know, not at all. I get it. That's the way I look and at no it. No matter when you ask, it's going to be too soon for somebody. Okay, no, but no, like I an hour it. is definitely too soon. Like an hour after, like, you know, the, the smell of bullets in the air, I think it's probably not the time to be like, hey, can we use your Twitter on whatever? I, again, don't want to. I don't know if it's ever a time. We, we yeah. don't need to be that graphic of a society where I, I haven't seen any of those videos. I don't want to see them. I don't want to see I have them seen them embedded in things, but I haven't no, clicked no, on them no. or I've scrolled past them but because I don't want to see them. Sorry to interrupt. Some people, I think, need to see it up close and personal I, and gruesome. I agree. Some I of the people that are pro gun and, and saying that it's not an issue probably are the ones that do need to see so it. So many of these shootings. The same that, people well, who want the women who go through an abortion mm-hmm. first to see the baby. Mm-hmm. If you're not watching mm-hmm. these videos and you're claiming that women need to see images of mm-hmm. their baby before, it, shame on you. Yep. It's time to uh, Have any of you seen statistics on, and all, so many of these shootings have taken place in, in in red states now. So has there been any sort of like flip among the local community who have been, you know, very pro-gun NRA members. I, I've wondered if this has personally affected a, enough people at this point. Well, I thought of something similar to that, but then I heard that Broward County is run by, yes. or is uh, largely Democrat. Well, and also Florida, in a way, is a, not really a true red state. It goes back and forth. But yes, Broward County is definitely very Democratic, and, and all the other places it. are. I mean, when you think about somewhere like Newtown, Connecticut, it was yeah, not a no, I think but that's Texas, the sure, yeah. sure, but I think that's part of the problem is that it's affected everybody across the board. It's not focused on one particular area, but um, 
you know, across the political spectrum and everything. And it would be an interesting thing to see what happened with the Texas with the church shooting afterwards uh, when people are directly affected by something like that. But I think in the big scheme, it's not going to change. So after this one, I thought for sure when people are like, this is not a gun control issue. This is a mental health issue. Mm -hmm. Because I've heard that now from the following, I don't know how many school shootings. I'm like, okay, now this time they're going to come up with some concrete details about that. Because just saying mental health, having mental health that's kind of like just we we just we need clean cleaner water uh, yeah sure we do and let like how how exactly is that going well, to help how are we going I, to make that actually catch people stop them take away their guns or or be, make them into compassionate empathetic people who would never do such a thing I, how how are we there's, there's a few things that, that take, you take into consideration with this. One, there absolutely is a mental health problem, and sure, it should be looked at. I don't know what the solution is, but but, but so in addition to that, also take a look at guns and the amount of time right. to ease with right. which you get them. And, right. You know the the uh, there's the answer of well, people are going to get the guns anyway. Sure, make it as difficult as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. like hey, you can always buy an AR-15 on the black market. Great. Do you think this kid could have bought a black market AR-15 if they had been outlawed? Uh, you know, I don't know the answer to that, I, but I feel like a lot of the cases it's like, well, no. And, oh, they'll right. find another way to cause mayhem. Great. Something that probably won't be as damaging. And, you know, maybe he'll try and make a pipe bomb. It'll blow up in his well, face I'll, and it'll well, kill that him. One too. Right. So, but, right. Well, go I, ahead, Chelsea, yeah. first. Ladies first is the way yes. we work here, Scott. Well, you were just <laughs> saying something about... Um, Gosh, it just mental health. Well, not only that, but I the exact point that I was going to make escaped my mind. So I'm going to let Scott go first because so then, not ladies first is what yeah, you're saying. Sorry. Okay, fair enough. Well, I'm lady adjacent. <laughs> there's multiple multi multi prong things you have to look at. First of all, if we recall that Trump had signed about this time last year that the Republican Congress passed to make it easier for people with mental issues to be able to obtain guns. Yes. Um, then you're getting Medicaid and Medicare. You're getting Obamacare. You're you're getting the things that Obamacare allowed to have mental health care included in with insurance and that had to be covered. By getting these things, you're making it easier to not cover mental health care. Education budgets have been slashed, so you don't have the people there, the counselors on the ground there, be able to work with students. So you have multiple areas you need to work on besides the mental health issues, besides the counseling that you need for schools, besides having you know the insurance cover those type of conditions and taking care of your citizens. But yes, we clearly have a gun problem because we have mental health all over the planet, but it's, we're the only country that has these type of situations recurring, and that means we also have a gun problem, and we have to look at that as well, too. And now I remember my other point. When it comes back to Chelsea. <laughs> it always comes back to Chelsea, yes. Oh, oh geez. Nope. That makes me feel very narcissistic. <laughs> no. I'm now very sensitive of anything that makes me potentially look narcissistic because it looks so ugly. I, Another I, human I, being. I, mm-hmm. I, just, I just want to be enlightened, so please. Oh, but see, he said us. it, and you didn't say it. It comes back to me. Oh, okay, great. So that's the difference. Okay, so when people say, well, drug dealers and cartel people, mm-hmm. they get all these guns, and they are not getting background checks and all this stuff. Yeah, but the cartel people are not coming to schools and killing students. I mean, if they, if they if they buy a lot of drugs, maybe they are. But I know what you're saying. In general, mm-hmm. the cartels are staying out of the schools. Yes, right. I, so that is, you know, similar tool guns yeah. creating problems. But that is a sort of a di- different kind. We've got to get a little bit more nuanced. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is guns and mental health and education. And it's a lot of and. Mm-hmm. There's no I I I got to come up with another saying. No silver bullet. 
Oof. Yeah. Well, look, one. I'm going to take a controversial stance here. I think that black market guns dealers should not sell guns to anyone under 21. What do you think about that, black market drug dealers? <laughs> well, I'm calling you out no, now. No, actually, I think 25. Because, listen, free So the black, you want the black market to have standards for who they yeah, sell guns to. Yeah, absolutely. In general. Because, yeah. Well, and this is my reason for 25, whether it's on the black market or not. Until age 25, your prefrontal cortex, the executive functioning part of our brains, isn't fully formed, which is why I believe this is why some uh, car rental places right, won't let you rent or, a car. Or you, it costs more during the 21 right. to 25 or if, it's, or if it's enterprise, they don't care. So, yeah. so I, <laughs> people will say, well, you're going to let an 18-year-old go off to mm-hmm. war, but then at home you're not going to give them a gun. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. There's a difference. Hey, because hey they got the vote, okay? Yeah. They can vote. All There's right. a whole lot of training mm-hmm. that goes on in the right. military. I don't think anybody's going to argue that the military isn't very well trained when it comes to their guns. So unless you get that level of training, n- nobody, I think, 18 to 25 should be able to get right. their hands on a gun. Uh, Tamara, easy question. A, as a civilian, I agree. Yeah. Tamara, easy question. How, how do we fix gun control? Just let us know. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I mean, it's... Thank wouldn't you. it be great if it Thank was you for tossing yes. me a softball? Be, like, well, <laughs> because that's the point I want to make is, wouldn't it be great if you could just make? Oh, actually, I it's, have the answers. I just didn't think to share the them until I, now. Build a wall, I, I, right? Build a wall. Yes. I have a lot of veteran friends who are very divided on the issue of guns because a lot of them are very. Uh, a lot of people who are very, very close to me have stockpiled a lot of guns themselves. And from what I understand, when we talk about the gun debate, you know, the the issue with automatic, um, with assault rifles, the problem is that it's not just bump stocks that can turn a gun. There, there are so many options to turning a gun automatic, um, aside from bump stocks, that by to to take away one thing, there's just a million ways to, I guess, rig a gun so that um, so that it can become a it fire, you know, 25 rounds sure. per minute or whatever it is. There's just um, the matter, the issue of people who just simply don't want that regulation in their lives. No, the government can't tell them what they what they uh, should should or should not do. Uh, second, second Amendment I, about the militia. I should defend myself right. against the militia. You well, know, like no, no, I no, should be- that's what the Second Amendment for is for a militia, mm-hmm. a sure. well-regulated one. You know, and, 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 every- and I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I mean, I'm not uh, arguing for that because uh, you know, for the, that logic, it's like, well, then why don't we all have access to tanks? And why don't we all have access? I to- guess by the way, that can I, 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 I wish could. I had access to you a know- tank. <laughs> My life would be a lot. I know if I could get through traffic and I just roll over everything, it'd be great. <laughs> I, I've never heard somebody have a good argument against this following one, and maybe somebody else mm-hmm. does. Every amendment has its limits. Yes, you have the right to free speech, but there's limits right. to that. There are limits to every right that you have. So why can are, are some people refusing to acknowledge any limits on a constitutional right? Because I personally, this is my opinion, I feel like those people who are unwilling to acknowledge any sort, they're not giving an inch. It's more about I disagree with the other side than it's about 
right. uh, and I think, the actual I think issue a big, in logic a big of, issue of becomes once you give in a little right. bit, That's then what they're going to say. More. Then they're going to want more taken away. It's a theory that at first mm-hmm. sounds kind of crazy, but somebody was explaining to me this idea when restaurants wanted to ban smoking. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's something we can all get behind. But then it turns into, well, what else is going to be banned? And, you know, yeah. and it's like, or well, like that's because that's what we want. I mean, right, well, but I, but sure, I can see, but like, it's not what everyone oh, wants. How about this? We had seatbelts now, and it stopped at yeah, seatbelts. for yourself, by the way. <laughs> we don't now have to wear helmets and stuff while we're driving. That stopped at seatbelts. Yeah. Well, no, and, and look, I mean, the, that's the point, though. I do understand once you give in on smoking as as a metaphor, not literally, then it's like, well, then they're going to take, they're going to move on to the next thing. So if you give in on the AR-15, the fear, whether it's real or not, the fear is. You know, I would like to actually have that handgun that I have locked up, you know, with the, you know, that I have to keep my family safe in an absolute emergency. I don't like the idea of that being taken away. And I think a lot of people, and sometimes, you sure, there's lobbyists and all sorts of groups that will make them think that that's what's going to happen. But you legitimately get afraid of, if we give in on this, where does it stop? Right, that's what you're going to say, that now they're going to want all guns banned eventually, and this will be the stepping stone to that. And so I understand that, but at the same time, it's also... They have to realize there's no place for these type of military-grade weapons in civilian hands ever for any reason. There just isn't. You have, like you were saying, uh, Tamara, there's so many other choices of guns and other things that there's no reason that you shouldn't have these type of weapons available to civilians. This, for any, you don't need it. I, I do you don't think, need it for hunting. You don't need ahead, it for Tamara. anything else. The, the, I, the, the thing that is probably uh, making a difference... Uh, a little bit, I would think, is that is the amount of the politicians that are being called out for the money that they've accepted mm-hmm. from the NRA and President Trump, how much he accepted from the NRA, because I think that is one thing that could actually maybe potentially get the ball rolling more than it ever has in the past, is that now that, you know, we're actually it's sort of documented in front of our eyes and convenient Facebook memes how much the NRA has a hand in direct legislation in in Congress. So it's like, I think if the Americans are making that connection in their heads as to this is just influenced by the NRA rather than, uh, you know, logical gun regulation that even, you know, pro-gun gun owners and members of the NRA have statistically said that they are in favor of some sort of regulation on, you know, sales to mental illness and um, loopholes at gun shows and things like that. Like, there there are... Um, I'm sorry, I just lost my train of thought. But basically, I feel like if we can see which politicians are actually accepting money from special interest groups like this, then, then that is um, really going to help put people who... Uh, who are in favor, they want their guns, but they are willing to compromise in some way, I feel like that is a stepping stone to uh, And in a moment, we'll take a break, but I did want to let Chelsea... Thank you. Uh, two quick thoughts. Yes. Two For, thoughts. Two <laughs> quick ones. First of all, this slippery slope argument, that's what... I, I think that's like the official name, or I think that's what I remember yeah. from law school, but that's everybody's argument that where is it going to stop, where is it going to stop? I mean... Mm-hmm. Uh, you can say that about everything. You can say that about murder. What? I'm not allowed to murder you? Does that mean I can't um, murder Name a fly? You? Oh. Or, or, yeah, I mean, we just, I mean, every, everything, every law has this, like, it could keep going, it could keep mm-hmm. going, it could keep going. Um, just knock it off. It's just silly. You just think about everything individually. And smoking in restaurants went to apartments and all that stuff because that's what the people wanted. If it 
They well, didn't. You know, it wouldn't you, know, have. you know who didn't want it? The smokers. So you know, I'm just look. I, it's, that's more of like Dude. a devil's advocate thing. But that's the point: mm-hmm. is the gun owners don't necessarily want there to be no guns, and that is part of the problem. Is that the side who wants stricter laws? Some of them will say like. Well, how about no guns? That sounds like a great solution to me. And it's like, well, you're not helping. You're not helping your cause. That isn't helping. But Correct. We, we, we have an amendment to the Constitution that talks about right to bear arms. Ten or so years ago, Supreme Court said it was an individual right. I disagree with that, but be that as it may, that's the law of the land right now. But we are never going to be a completely gun-free country Unless we, uh, you know, take back that amendment, which I don't see happening. So people who th- go that far and that they're just completely blind to the Constitution. Mm-hmm. But my second thought that I, this is not an original thought, but I really do want to get everybody's thoughts on this. Why not require every gun owner to carry insurance and mm-hmm. then let the insurance market regulate safety and requirements and things like that. I mean, if Republicans who love free market, let free market and let insurance companies, and I'm not an advocate for insurance companies for in this case, I think it's a great idea. So you're talking about how you have to insure your car. You'd also have mm-hmm. to insure your gun. Yes. And if so if they would your gun causes damage. You, mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to pay a premium. And yes. if you kill somebody or if somebody dies using your the gun, gun. Mm-hmm. you have to pay whatever damages. Yeah. I, I've always that thought that. I can't put my finger on it, but I feel like yeah. there's uh, there's several billion reasons why that won't happen, and you know that would be the fact that companies are like, no, 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 we're not gonna we're not gonna get involved in that. Uh, no, we're, but we are, insurance we, companies for everything. No. You can like insure your marriage. Yes. Can you? I think. Well, why you can. are people telling me now? Anyway, and you have like a divorce, you know, payout if you get divorced. I think uh, we, we can have a one certain for guns. amount of time. Yeah. There, we are going to take a break, but before we go to break, I wanted to mention that Ms. Ash3070 in the chat says, Chelsea, you're not narcissistic. You're well-educated with many great points to raise. Please don't feel self-conscious about Aww. that, Chelsea. Aww. So you see, <laughs> and I think if I scratch under here where it says Miss Ash, look at that. It says Shareable Texas underneath. It's easy. <laughs> we love Shareable Texas. Anyway, uh, we'll take a little break, and uh, we will resume this part of the conversation, and we'll get to some more right after this. And welcome back to the Trump Report. I uh, am joined, as I was prior to the break, Scott Moore, Tamara Brown, Chelsea Galicia. You can find them all on Twitter. Just follow the show at Trump Report ABTV, and then you will see anything and everything you need to know about the show, which is how to follow all of us. Uh, In any case, uh, there was something that I saw during the break, uh, and that was that some of the students who were survivors of the shooting in Florida were actually going to Capitol Hill today uh, as there was a a ban on assault rifles that was halted. There's there's an effort towards that. Uh, What I want to sort of move past that to talk about is... President Trump is at least, you know, it's like a toe-in-the-water kind of approach, but he's he's got the right approach to this. He's not saying, oh, well, we can't possibly change the process for the, you know, the background checks. He's saying, like, sure, that sounds, that sounds like something we should really look at. And in politics speak, it means, oh, we're not going to do anything about that. Mm-hmm. 
but will say, hey, you know what? Yeah, we should really look at that. So, you know, when he tweets, he doesn't say the right thing. But when it's filtered through the through the people, the press, the best people that he has working for him, so we're told, uh, I believe that uh, he can make the good points. And as we saw earlier this week, he is even willing to uh, sort of deal with the bump stock issue. And Chelsea, you and I were speaking before the show, but we don't really know what bump stock is. And I don't know how it works, but I know that it makes it so that, you know, because you always hear about it after a lot of these shootings, so that you can basically sort of spray gunfire like you see in the movies. So, it, it you know, just you're able to fire a lot more. And uh, it definitely seems like the sort of thing that it is one of those... No, no nonsense. You know, just like common sense. Yeah, let's let's do away with that. But it'll go back to the whole like, yeah. But then they're going to want to do away with the gun that you did that to, and the this and the bullet that was in it, and all that. But uh, at the at the very least, you 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 still don't have the debates. You don't have the conversation. If if there's and you know Scott, we talk about this on the show a lot. It would be great if we had rigorous debates on things and even if it doesn't change, at least it's out there and people talked about it. I think that's the last thing that either party wants, by the way. Mm-hmm. They don't want their voters to hear like you know, Democrats don't want to hear like, "Hey, you know what? A couple of those things made sense." You know, uh, <laughs> let me let me think about my vote when it comes November. Maybe I don't want to automatically vote for the Democrat/Republican. Uh so I think President Trump is at least, when he's not tweeting, sort of <laughs> saying the right, cautious, let's take a look at these things. Uh, Chelsea, do you feel like it, it, it's it's just lip service that uh, his administration will not look at any of these things? Or can you be cautiously optimistic that perhaps they will? Uh first instinct is to say, you know, it's just lip service because as soon as this is all done, like, wants to go back to infrastructure, I mean, do we even have time for infrastructure now? <laughs> I, I don't no, know. No, there's no, there's no well, that was not going to happen anyways, and we knew that. Uh, so, I, frankly, he, this might be a great, um, I wouldn't, I don't want to call it a distraction because it is a worthy thing, subject, issue to talk about, but anything that doesn't sound like Russia or collusion might be a good thing to keep talking about, even if it's just talking about it. But do I believe that there's going to be anything of real change? Like there's going to be a vote in Congress that something passes that the NRA does not like? Not a chance. Yeah, and I, by the way, I think if you had the, you know, the makeup of Congress where it was Democrats controlling both houses, you still wouldn't get it passed. I, I think that there are, there's enough money to go around, enough interests for the NRA. You know, our friend Drexel Hurd, who would sometimes be on the show in the past, he will blatantly say that the NRA is a terrorist organization, mm-hmm. and I think that uh, there are people who feel that way, but I think where you get into trouble is where you start to consider anyone who is a member of the NRA is a potential terrorist Mm -hmm. or a terrorist. You can question the motives of the people behind it, but people who are members of the NRA... Uh, well, a number of people. I was going to say, say like majority. everyday members, not the yeah. People your everyday that are members are just that. people who you know believe that they should be able to mm-hmm. have guns, and they don't want that to change. So this is an organization that they feel represents that. I hope that there are members of the NRA that become sort of so disgusted with the NRA that they start their own NRA with the alt sensible- NRA. Yes, yes. I love, I love the, the alt name. NRA. Yes, yes. That they you better are, patent that quickly, <laughs> for, like right now for gun rights. But understand that the Constitution says well-regulated right. militia, and aren't such strict constructionists of right to bear arms, 
no regulations, right. no limitations whatsoever. Like sensible, sensible gun gun uh, yes. rights and ownership. And, and by the way, just real quick, I saw a, a, a blog by uh, somebody who uh, knows a lot about guns who wrote the thing about the uh, reason uh, the militia um, should. Uh, you have a need to defend yourself against a militia. We all have a, an uprising that comes. The We are going to be up against something so huge that of having course. AR-15, if we all had AR-15s, right. we're still goners. Of we're course. Not going to, like, I mean, it's not going to help if you. We're, if, if we were against the military, uh, there is no way that it's, anybody... And that's why it's, it is such a joke. And I, going back to the bump stock thing... Um, it basically turns in semi-automatics and automatics, and I don't, again, I don't know how it works, but that's it's, the, yeah, the you basic can take thing. Semi-automatic, it becomes an automatic. The issue that, was so. is that it was used in Vegas, but it was not apparently used in the school shooting last week. So it still is a great thing that I think again could be a universal bipartisan thing. But like Chelsea said, I don't think that's going to go anywhere, especially in a midterm election year. But it still doesn't solve the underlying problems because, yes, you know, it would help make a difference like what happened in Vegas, but you still had a school shooting where that wasn't the case. And you still need to work on the underlying problems about working on the guns and making certain guns illegal or just more difficult at the very minimum for people to get their hands on. And, and again, that goes back to the point of, like, we need to make it as difficult as possible. Yes, there's always going to be loopholes and ways for people to, to get things that they want, but we've got to make it harder for those people to get those things. Right. And, one and argument, not just leave it, go, leave it alone. One argument that I've been hearing that I know, I, I can't even believe it's an argument. If we can make airports safe mm-hmm. and no guns get through there, why can't we do the same with schools? And I'm like, has anybody ever been to a school? There's not one entrance. Mm -hmm. So does the NRA want to fund like giant bubbles that go around schools making only one entrance and everybody goes from metal detector on their way in I mean, there are schools, there are that, schools are that do that. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, my high school wasn't been like that. Schools. Well, I went to you... a school briefly in middle school in like 8th grade that we had one entrance in, in metal detectors. This was this was like a school I attended briefly, but that, that's been in existence for a while. Should all schools be that way? That's a whole new world. My high school, you'd have to build some ginormous structure to cover all the middle separate uh, structures so that there'd only be one entrance. I, the, whoever says that apparently right. has not been to many high schools. No, because like mine were all separate buildings and that was outside and, mm-hmm. and you could go out to the street but, from But it there was like a thing of the same as airports where there was the one entrance to get into the main area. And right. then once you were in this main area, then you could leave and go mm-hmm. to the, the, the Cinnabon that's in the concourse. You know, you can move to your different sections of the high school. Your school had a Cinnabon? <laughs> <laughs> the food court? I'm getting confusing with the analogies <laughs> now. I'm and the different gates. I know we were talking about something serious and important, yes. but then I just started like, man, I could have used Cinnabon. this. My school at a McDonald's. I mean, even <laughs> if we it. had, even if we had metal detectors in every single door mm-hmm. to get into the classroom, a, I don't even know if that's <sighs> we can afford exorbitant that. cost. Yeah, and then think about secondly, it. is that really going to stop mm-hmm. somebody? I, I'm, I am trying yeah. to think. The of person that does ways. not want their personal rights infringed at all are the same people that should be are saying yes. Let's put security mm-hmm. checkpoints at every single. Right. Like, so this is what I'm saying. Like even just trying to to not look at the guns themselves and looking at other methods, you just run into what I see as dead ends very quickly unless you actually involve something related to the guns. You can't just skirt around it. Uh, We're going to take another break in a moment, our last break of the show. But before we go, I know that there's something that Chelsea very much wants to speak about. So we will lighten the mood with a tweet from President Trump 
just watched a very insecure Oprah Winfrey, <laughs> who at one point I knew very well, interview a panel of people on 60 Minutes. The questions were biased and slanted, the facts incorrect. Hope Oprah runs so she can be exposed and defeated just like all of the others. Uh, so, uh, as a perfect example of, you know, maybe focus on your damn job, Mr. President, and not, I mean, God, there, look, we're here at AfterBuzz TV where it's people's jobs to talk about after shows. And t- no one in this building watches anywhere near as much TV as President <laughs> Trump. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind that he watches. Uh, the TV must be on constantly. Mm-hmm. He's He's got, you know. This, Wait, it, focus on his job? I think he is. His his job is to tweet divisive uh, points that separate I mean, the country. Isn't well, that what his job if, is? If Isn't so, that what he's, he's to underpaid. Do? He's doing his job. But yeah. uh, Chelsea, uh, as he's touching on a topic, <laughs> that imagine if he also took a took a stab at Bernie in the tweet. This would have well. This is worse. This is worse because Oprah is like my third parent. I mean, I, I very literally. I'm not kidding. Um, I think that Oprah is just as responsible for who I am today as my parents. I'm, wow, not a joke. I, uh, I wasn't laughing. Good. So. <laughs> um, so, but I'm not alone in that thought that, like, I have a very personal connection to Oprah, and if you go near Oprah, I will hurt you. <laughs> and I think that this is probably one of the top three tweets that enraged the most women in America. And I actually thank him for this because I think it adds to the anger at him. And if anger is what's needed to get you in action, to get you up to speed with what's going on in politics, and to get up and vote... I'm okay with that kind of anger, and we should be angry. And well, F, yeah, they're going to need to go after say, Oprah and see what happens gonna, to you. They're going to need to stay angry for eight and a half months because election no day is a long ways mm-hmm. away. We're going to do a subtle anger. Yes. Well, long we're going to take a angry. subtle break here, and we'll be right back, <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll talk collusion when we come back Yay. right after this. Woohoo! Well, we only have a few minutes left here, but welcome back to the Trump Report. I'm Christian Blatt, Chelsea Galicia, Tamara Brown, and Scott Moore. Scott, let's, uh, in our final minutes, let's dive into something that, uh, you know, has your uh, impeachment clock maybe ticking a little faster. <laughs> yes, it started The indictments, the Russian indictments that, you know, let's be honest, there's, there's no one on this list that it's like, ah, that's mm-hmm, it. That's what we're mm-hmm. waiting for. But... Uh, I wanted to start with you because I, I know that you have a very vested interest in this. So uh, let me know what you thought when you heard about this. And you know, well, kind of summarize. the. Well, no, I was kind of going to go back and just simplify with the tweets because it always goes back to that. Because, uh, I, you know, the other day, of course, he, he posted like this, you know, this is vindication. There's no collusion now. Uh, it's done. And I basically said it's not done until the fat orange clown sings. Um, <laughs> that is rude. <laughs> but True. <laughs> And kind of going back to the Oprah thing, too, I said, well, it's a shame you'll be out before you (laughs) can run again. You mean Pennywise, (laughs) don't you? Pennywise, the clown? (laughs) And if you did run again, you'd lose in a landslide. But um, the thing is, is that for so long, he kept going on about it being a hoax and a witch hunt and everything else. And then he switched gears quite rapidly to say, oh, it is true, but now it's really all the other people that are involved and why didn't Obama do anything and why was this allowed to happen? So it's just fascinating to kind of see how his brain works. Now he's twisting it back around and the bigger point was even though uh rosenstein did say this 
says that you know no Americans are directly involved. It was these indictments at that moment meant they were not involved. And I think it was also a way to preserve his job as well to kind of keep Trump away from threatening to fire him and derail this investigation because if he could play into the fact that no nobody no Americans were involved with this series of indictments that would keep Trump away and it worked exactly that way because now Trump went out and said oh now now you see there's no collusion I have nothing involved with it um but it does mean it's getting closer and closer and closer to this point to whoever so might be involved. If this were the movie All the President's Men, how far mm-hmm. into the movie are we right now? Are we st- are we at the one hour point yet? Oh, or? we're we're past the one oh, hour we're, point. Oh, yes. my gosh. So we're yes. further along. We're, get, we're getting closer like, wow. to the third act. We're getting closer to that climax I, now. I, and, I'm, surprised, uh, I'm surprised that we're that far along. Yes. No, uh, we are. We're definitely we're, we're there. But, it, again, it's still going to take some time, and, and I wouldn't expect it to be through uh, – before the elections. Uh, and uh, Tamara, President Trump tweeted, I never said Russia did not meddle in the election. I said it may be mm-hmm. Russia or China or another country or group, <laughs> or it may be a 400-pound genius sitting in bed and playing with his computer. Mm-hmm. The Russian, using quotes, hoax, was that the Trump campaign completed, con- colluded with Russia. It never did. Uh, I don't know. I kind of remember him saying that uh, Russia did not get involved in the election. I remember him very specifically he said saying he that. Putin. Sure, he said yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Putin told him. Look, I don't. I'm going to try to keep this as concise as yes, possible. Please. Two things: I do think Trump. I don't know. I think the narcissism is so encompassing that you acknowledge you are in favor of anybody who throws their weight behind you, be it a white supremacist, uh, Russians that could ultimately, you know, illegal activity cause you illegal activity. That doesn't even matter in his brain. Somebody is trying to boost him. And to to allow them to do so is all he knows how to do. And he doesn't have the intelligence to realize that he did colluded. colluded. He did uh, collude with Russia. I don't think he, he knows that he did That's do that. That's where my brain went. Mm-hmm. This didn't prove that there was no collusion. Right. It was just that maybe he was so, I don't want to be, like, dumb. I, don't, I would say I'm and like, flattered. I don't, don't want to. I would have said like flattered because they were giving him lavish attention he and everything didn't else. Even realize right. it's such an automatic response mm-hmm. for him for somebody to be like, "We're going to help." They don't even mm-hmm. have to finish the sentence, and he's like, "Done." And it does not matter how ultimately bad that could be for him. He doesn't have the foresight to think like that. It's just that he coll- he colluded with Russia. He doesn't even know that he did so that. So the question is going to be: Can he be impeached for negligently colluding? Well, I think we're also going to find out again, and I think what's really going to come down to was was there obstruction of justice and what was going on with that? Because even if it wasn't so bad, which in the big scheme of things, what happened with Watergate with Nixon wasn't so bad. It was all the subsequent covering up and impeding the the you know the investigation and the obstruction of justice, and that's exactly what we're seeing or what we might be seeing here with Trump in that same capacity. So that's the problem. Is there also was there obstruction of justice even more so than the actual direct colluding? That's going to be a big issue as well, which is also criminal and also subject to uh, you know, technically having him impeached or, or whatever. Which is all some great things that we'll right, be able theories. to look forward to. Yes. It's, there's lots of speculation rampant and otherwise yes. that we'll be able to and get that, to. That's right, and that's what we don't know. Yeah. What 
Mueller is finding we, right now. It's we will pick this up again next week, I'm sure. I just, I don't know, I have a hunch that there'll be more news <laughs> about this in the uh, week ahead. But until then, thank you to everyone and After Buzz TV and America's Voice for uh, checking mm-hmm. out the Trump Report. For Scott Moore at Man 80 Tamara Brown at Hey Tamara, and sometimes at Hey Tamara underscore, and Chelsea Galicia at Chelsea Galicia. I'm Christian Blatt at Christian DMZ. Don't forget to follow the show at Trump Report ABTV, and uh, we will see you next week. Thanks, everyone. Bye.